Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey now, Semper Fi, and welcome in. Good afternoon here from Baton Rouge, live on LSU's campus. Tiger tailgating, Herb Tyler, former LSU quarterback. I'm Christian Garrick. Phone lines are open, getting you set for a huge one in Death Valley tonight, LSU and Florida. This atmosphere is going to be pretty, pretty neat. Going to be. It is pretty yeah. neat. Man, we, we, we walked. We went to two tailgates already today, and um, everybody's fired up. You see a lot of gators that are being literally barbecued <laughs> all over the place. We got so, some gator bites right here. Uh, we sure do, and they're very delicious, okay? Um, with that being said, it tastes somewhat like chicken, but not really. Um, but, no, man, it's it's a great atmosphere right now on campus. Um, it's a great a great weekend, man. The, the weather's perfect. Um, it's not too hot, and it's not cold at all, really. It's got a nice breeze, and uh, looking forward to it. Let's break down the opponent, the Florida Gators, with Mike Dettelier, college football and NFL analyst. They're brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, keeping you safe in the game. Mike, this is a matchup that uh, I guess you could say the real season begins now for both of these squads. Yeah, SEC play, you know what you're going to get. And this is one of the most underrated rivalry games in college football. Now, I put this out on Twitter yesterday, that this game between Florida and LSU has produced 90 NFL players the last seven years. Wow. The only other rivalry game that has produced more, LSU-Alabama. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. Yep. You know, that's how much talent you got that are on that football yep. field between these two teams. The one thing that jumps out at me is, the last two years that Dan Mullen has went up against LSU, he's had a blueprint of how to beat him. Mm-hmm. You look at his final season at Mississippi State, they beat that car out of LSU. 37-7, to they rushed the football 48 times for 285 yards. Last year, winning 27-19, they rushed the football 43 times, 215 yards. Hey, listen, we're not splitting the atom here. You know what Dan's going to try to do. He's going to try to run it with LaMichael Perrine. They're going to try to beat up LSU's defense up front and run the football. He knows it's got some limitations with his quarterback in Trask, who has a knee injury. I think we're going to see a lot of Emory Jones, who's basically been a runner for this team. But all I know is uh, you got him right where you want him, at night in Tiger Stadium. And when you look at Florida, they're a heavy blitz team. That's what Todd Grantham loves to do. He like was Greg like Williams, that Mike. every – man, he's, he's college football's version of it. Mm. Last year, six quarterback sacks. But this year was astounding. They've got 50 tackles for losses and 26 quarterback sacks. Man, that's unbelievable that's that you've racked that up and you ain't even midseason yet. Mm-hmm. And so Herb can answer this. Herb, if you know where the blitz is coming from and you've got an experienced quarterback – they in trouble because yep. you know where to go with the football. Yep. Last week what happened, Knicks, as a freshman, they blitzed him. Man, he was running around like a kid in the playground. Yep. He was just hoping to get the ball off. But as an experienced quarterback, you can answer this. When you know where the blitz is coming from, 
you can find out where that spot is downfield and make that throw. Yep. Normally, normally wherever that blitz is coming from, you're replacing that blitzer with a receiver, and that's where you get the ball to. And, and so, man, with Joe Burrow in the situation he's in, and last year that Florida game, and Joe, Joe told me this during the summer, it was the worst game he played at LSU. He said, my absolute worst game I ever played there. Uh, remember, LSU jumps off 7 to nothing. They got a chance now to put points on the board. He gets sacked, and the ball comes out of his grasp, and, and Florida gets it. If that game's 14 to nothing early, it's a different outcome, totally different outcome. So um, with LSU's receivers going up in a lot of zero coverage, and that's what you're going to see. Uh, from the Florida Gators. They're going to blitz people and try to disrupt the passing game. The key here is blocking up front. you got to give Joe some protection. If you do, they're going to win this game double digits. NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier here on Tiger Tailgate. Mike, sit tight. Got a few more for you. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate show here in front of the Athletic Administration Building on LSU's campus. This is WWL. Along with NFL analyst Mike Dettelier, welcome back to the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating. LSU in Florida tonight at 7 o'clock right here on WWL. Two top ten teams in the SEC. Mike, uh, with Trask being injured, banged up a little bit, the quarterback for Florida, is it reasonable to think that Dave Aranda is going to test him early and get him moving laterally as best they can? Oh, yeah. Um, they, no, you go after him. You understand he's playing with an injury, and so you, you're going to go after him. And so it's going to be sick of early. But bottom line is, Trask is not going to be the guy to beat you. It's gonna, if they're going to do it, you're going to have to turn the ball over, and you and you got to be they got to be able to run the ball. So you got to stop it. But I suspect you're going to see some blitzing on him early. Uh, LSU has not been able to get a good pass rush with just four uh, all season long. So you got some guys healthy now uh, with Caleb Vaughn. Looks like Rashard's going to play. Hopefully maybe Glenn Logan. And I know Coach O told me uh, during the week, the guy has really been a surprise for him. How well he's played so far has been Neil Farrell and, and how well he's played up front. So uh, I suspect, though, they're probably going to send some people early to test Trask to see how well that knee holds up. But uh, I think that's a lot to do with the 13-and-a-half-point line. I think Vegas knows a little bit more than others, and I, that's a big part of why that line is as, as huge as it is. Mike, on the other side of the ball, um, with, with Edwards Hilaire um, being a number one back, and I think he's been having some, some problems here as, as of late, not really noticeable problems, but I think that um, Coach O is looking to get Emery and Davis Price in the game a little bit more or get them more touches in the game. What do you think about that? And then do you think that Joe Burrow should still continue to push the ball down the field? I think you're going to see it fast-paced. But I agree with you. And it's all about fumbling. uh, And talking to O about it. Like you said, listen, you got to hold on to the ball. You you can't put the ball on the ground. And eventually, Herb, you got to let the pony run. Yep. And you got two of them with John Emery and Tyron Davis Price. You got to let them get out of the stable, and uh, I suspect as the season goes along, this game Auburn, you you got to get those guys more involved. But a lot of it has to do is what you said. Clyde just isn't protecting the football well, and you want to get under Ogeron's skin, <laughs> miss a tackle <laughs> or fumble the ball. Yep. You see them veins pop out of that neck pretty quick. 
And so, but I do think it, it just was a matter of time mm-hmm. before those two talented freshmen. You gotta play them. You can't keep them in the stable. You, you gotta let them run the track. Mike, how many NFL prospects are we looking at tonight between both of these squads? Jeez, between juniors and seniors, you're probably talking about 23 to 24. Wow, that's crazy. That's going to be playing on the field in this game. Yep. It's incredible. Again, the 90 and 7 years tells you the story about how much talent is out on that field each and every year. And Florida's a a talent-rich That's just juniors and seniors. We're not even talking about freshmen like, you know, Derek Stingley Jr., you know. Or, or John Emery. We're just talking about juniors and seniors. Yeah. You, you're talking about 22 to 23 prospects that have a chance to play at the next level. And um, what I'm interested tonight is to watch C.J. Henderson, who a lot of people think is going to be a first-round pick cornerback, and he's on the lower end for me uh, in, the, in the 30 range. Him to go up against Justin Jefferson, because I suspect that's who they're going to try to get uh, one-on-one with and see how well he does against Justin. Because uh, Pennison's tall, lanky guy, great length, but he's had an ankle injury. And here's the other part. He don't tackle well in space. And this will be a game that mm-hmm. could well expose mm-hmm. that a little bit more. And I've yep. seen it. He does not tackle well. He's a hanger-on. He's just grabbing on and hoping somebody else comes help him. Henderson's got to play big tonight because of who he's going up against competition-wise with Jamar and Justin and uh, Stephen Sullivan, who I think is going to be a big part of this attack tonight also. Mike, you mentioned it earlier, 13.5-point favorites are the LSU Tigers. Mm -hmm. If you were a betting guy, would you feel comfortable LSU covers that spread? Not really. Uh, I picked it 30-17. Man, I'm always afraid of a backdoor cover with that. You know, you jump out to a big lead and you, you get a score late. That's a lot of points. And history does tell you, these two teams have played awfully close. It's been a one-possession type game uh, throughout the years. That's a lot of points. All I know one thing, Monday night when we did the show from the Silver Slipper, they had a line that looked as though somebody was trying to cash in. Uh, they all had winning tickets. They were all betting against LSU. They were taking the 13 and a half points. But that line has not moved. So that tells me there's also heavy hitters that believe that LSU will cover that line. I think it's awfully close. The only thing with that is I'm scared of a backdoor cover. You could have a 20-point lead and they score late and, and you lose out. Mike, I was talking to a pro better the other day on Thursday on my show, Colin Wilson from the Action Network, and, and in Vegas Runner as well. And they both pointed out, I asked him, I said, it just seems high, the spread. And they both pointed out that the betters, even the professional betters, this tells you a lot of how they think about this LSU team. They're betting them as if they're a top-two team because they, they know that they're that good. Well, uh, the guy who is the chief odds maker for the sports casino at the win in Las Vegas is a guy from Thibodeau, Louisiana. And he told me before the season they consider LSU in the same realm as Alabama and Clemson this year. Mm-hmm. Now, he told me that before they took a snap. So, uh, Christian, I agree. That's what sports bettors are looking at. They really think that this LSU team is a Final Four football team, and, and they put the money down sort of points-wise prove it. 
NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier here on Tiger Tailgate. And Mike, LSU, Joe Burrow is obviously going to be a matchup to watch with how he handles, as you pointed out, how he handles the pressure. I think he, he does. Could this game go a long way also in his Heisman bid if he goes off here tonight? I think any big game, Christian, when you got the nation watching you, it, it says a lot. All-American, Heisman, whatever. I think when the spotlight shines on you, and you know, be honest, as a scout, I want to see that too. I want to see how well he handles big game pressure. Now, he'll have a couple of other games this year too that the spotlight will be on him. But you could tell in Joe's voice, he was upset about how poorly he had played last year against Florida. That's been a burrow in his backside ever since, and I think he has a huge game tonight. Mike, do you think, looking long-term, do you think Joe Burrow is a starting quarterback in the NFL? Yep. Listen, three days into training camp last year, um, I was talking to Coach Joe. We were talking about Miles Brennan, and uh, he tells me, he said, Mike, he said, I got a guy here who reminds me so much of a guy y'all work with every day, Bobby Bear. He said, Mike, he's built along the same line, sort of looks like him. So, like you said, I don't know where Bobby was 20-something years ago. But he said, uh, you know, he looks a little bit like him. He throws like him. He can make all the NFL throws. He can maneuver around the pocket a little bit. But he said he's mentally tough, and he can hang in the pocket. And the guys respect him that no matter what, he's going to find a way to win. And he said, you know, played with Bobby at South Lafouche. played with Bobby at Northwest. And he said, Mike, the best comparison I can give you to Joe Burrow is Bobby Bear." And he said, look what he did. You know, double digits in the NFL as a starter, won a championship in the USFL, played in a championship game that they lost. He said, I'm just telling you, he's, he's Bear. He's the clone of him. He's that close to him in so many different ways. So, yeah, I think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. That's nice. good stuff right there. NFL yep. and college football analyst Mike Dettelier. Mike, thanks for the time, man. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, go Tigers. Thanks, Mike. Mike Dettelier breaking down the opponent was brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, keeping you safe in the game. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. Tiger tailgating here. Tiger tailgating show here on the campus of LSU on WWL. South Carolina and Georgia in their second overtime tied at 17. That would be huge, huge. if South Carolina can knock off Yes. Number three, Georgia. Welcome yep. back to the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Live in front of the Athletic Administration Building is where you can find us steps away from Tiger Stadium. Phone lines as well are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Getting you set for LSU in Florida. Top 10 SEC showdown tonight in Death Valley. And, uh, Herb, it's always you, – you know this better than anybody – it's just a different atmosphere when it's an SEC home game at night. At night, man. It, it's just electrifying, you know. I mean, once again, everybody's lathering up before the game starts, and uh, the people are, are really looking forward to, you they're know. They're going to shave tonight? Yeah, they're going to okay. shave. They're going to shave right. some gator, baby. Okay. That's it, you know, okay? Um, like it. So, you know, it, it, look, man, it, the thing about it is is, 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 is if you if you look at the last couple of games that we played here, right, in Tiger Stadium, it's been a day game or whatever. Uh-huh. It's cool, but it's fun, and we're beating up on people. Well, tonight is just different. For one, it's the Gators are coming in town, our newly found rivals, right, who everyone hates. Um, it's a big, it's a huge game because this means a lot to us. 
not only because it's Florida, but absolutely we got to keep moving forward. We've got to take this SEC thing and, and roll it down the hill, baby. And you know what I'm saying? And we cannot lose. We've got to continue to move forward. Um, this is the gauntlet that we're about to run, and it's going to be SEC from here on out. We've played all of the, the, the teams that we need to play. We've shown our hands. We know what we can do. Now let's do it against a good quality opponent at night in Tiger Stadium where everybody is ready to, and willing to have the best time absolutely possible. This stadium is going to be rocking tonight, man. The people are going to be yelling. I mean, it's just going to be something absolutely crazy. That's the thing that Florida's going to have to weather and manage early on is the momentum that's going to be with the LSU Tigers because of the crowd. If they do something that – if they cough up the football, throw an interception, yeah. something like that, get a, a good penalty, a, you know, a false start in their opening possession, that's going to just drive this crowd up even, even faster. So that's twofold. So we can't come out too excited. So we're throwing the ball all over the place, right? Or meaning throwing it high, throwing it low, mm-hmm. not completing passes, or missing assignments, or or overrunning, you know, holes with you know linebackers or whatnot. We're not filling the right gaps and things of that nature. So we've got to make sure we stay as calm as we can, so that we can play like we need to play. But we are looking for the crowd to really get going, so that the Florida Gators don't they can't hear anything. The best defense against an offense is is to stop them from being able to communicate first. If they can't communicate, then no one knows what to do. No one knows where to go. And so I think that's what's that's what's going to really hurt Florida in the long run. And then let's think about it like this: Trash, their 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 now starter, who was their backup quarterback, has never played in an environment like this ever. This is going to be coupled with an injury. Correct. Coupled with an injury, this is going to be really, really, truly something for him to deal with. It's going to be um, he's either going to stand up and fight it and move forward or he's going to fold under the pressure. I'm going to tell you right now, it's one of the two. There's no in-between with it. I'm going to tell you that right now. If I'm Dave Aranda, every drop back pass that Trask tries to make, I'm coming, at I'm him. coming after him yeah. until he beats me. Yep. I- I'm making him move. I want to, yep. even, even if he's moving well, Yep. He's. It. You still can re-aggravate it. Like it's. It's. You know what I'm saying. No, here? I know exactly what you're saying. Maybe. Maybe he. He can play. He's healthy, but it just. It'll cause some inflammation. It could cause him to have to come out of the game just because he's moving and trying to avoid would-be onrushers and, and and guys that are that are trying to sack him. Well, we don't know the extent of his injury, right? Right. I mean, we know that he's going. I want to know by 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 Butch. You're going to find out exactly. So. Also, what I think is, the, in my opinion, the game plan should be let's make him beat us by passing the ball, yeah. right? That's not that's not drop back. Let's go blitz. When you're blitzing, you can stop the run as well with the same with the same um, intensity and the, and the same number of guys, if you will, that, that, that's filling gaps and, and all this other stuff. So um, if we can do what we need to do in regards to that and stop them from running the football and then put a lot of pressure on trash, make him throw erratically or throw intercepts or, or, or try to run when he doesn't need to run, and then run himself right into a sack. That's even better. Um, the, 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 I mean, we, look, the sky's the limit for us then. Offensively for LSU and Joe Burrow and company is because Todd Grantham lives and dies by the blitz, mm-hmm. a lot of draws, a lot of screens I think you're going to see from the receiver or the running backs, and you're going to see them. You're going to have good one-on-one matchups. You can push the ball down the field mm-hmm. in the teeth of a blitz mm-hmm. if, you, if you can pick it up. And I, I think, look, Todd Grantham, he comes from the same kind of cloth that Greg Williams comes from, which Buddy Ryan's, Ryan came from. You know, they, they believe that pressure breaks the pipe. It's the way it is. And see, there's no guesswork there. They know, LSU knows that George is going to dial up the blitz, and they just got to pick it up, and Joe's got to know where to go with the football. You know, Mike responded on something that was really great. You know, when you're a veteran quarterback, you kind of want them to blitz. 
because yeah. th- that you mouth, invite them. It makes you, you you're forced to really throw the ball where they're blitzing from. So you don't have to think about anything. It's like, okay, let's make sure my receiver's on the same page. When this guy comes, I'm getting the ball out right now, and I'm getting it to it. So, and then you make a play with it, you know. So, I, I mean, we're inviting. I think Joe, look, if Joe is truly upset with the way he played last year, he's going to come out this year and play 50 million times better than that, right? I think you'll see a different Joe Burrow today. He's going to be way more intense. He's going to be really, really excited, really into the game. He's going to try really, really hard to just – make every throw he you know in my opinion i, I think he's going to try to be 38 or 40 in this game you know what i mean and and and, and try to and be that great as a passer because he's he's really look he really hated the way that he played last year and he, he doesn't he does not like florida gators and we're playing saturday night in that battle and it's homecoming and it's homecoming and LSU's yes. doing a little trolling of Florida by making them the homecoming team. Usually, Absolutely. you schedule a, a cream puff in order to yeah, but that's a norm, that's normally in high school, you know. But in college, we don't care who it is. Let's put them on, especially this year. Bring on the Gators, baby! South Carolina twenty to seventeen right now. Nice. Um, Let's go. Finish it off. Second OT. I think that should be it. That should be I, it. I think that, yeah, that's the that could be final. That should be a final. I right, got a fourth down. Uh, Georgia's got a fourth down, fourth and goal from the six, I believe. We'll keep you posted. The, that would be gigantic okay. if Georgia loses. My my phone is a little bit behind. I'm okay. Third and ten at the South Carolina twenty five. Okay. <laughs> well now now it's up there. Okay, third and ten at SC twenty five. You're right. Uh, so they got to score a field goal at least or, or a touchdown to win. Yeah. Field goal extends it into a third overtime. Do you like the college format of of, of overtimes like that? It's, there's three overtimes total, right? And then that's it. No. Am I correct. Or they keep going. They, they, I think I mean, after the I mean, third, you you basically can win with a field goal. Yeah, I'm fine with that because you're in the game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because here's the thing: you can't make you can't make these people play for. for Carolina for, wins. That's South Carolina wins. Just heard. Wow. So um, that means LSU wins. They could jump into top three. They I could. mean, they could be a, they could they be, could a, be a ranked third, third in the country or two. Depends. Very well, could. Yeah, it depends well on could. how well they play tonight. You know, if they beat Georgia by, you know, two scores, three scores, you could certainly not Georgia. If they beat uh, Florida, Florida, right? By uh, two or three two scores. Two or three scores, right? I'm just thinking Georgia on my mind. If it's a dominating, Georgia, convincing win. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> Phone lines are open like at 504 260 1870. Text 870-870. And Tiger Tailgating Show brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. If you have a question for former LSU quarterback Herb Tyler, feel free at 504 260 Text 870-870. Yep. Got to get the ground game going a little bit today for LSU. As we well. got to, man. We got to involve those young, those young cats, too, man. Get those balls to ball. A little bit, and, um, and you know, up front, Cushion Barry and those boys—they got to move. The, they got to move the, the the defensive line for Florida. They got to get them out the way, create some holes, so we can go ahead and, and open things up for Burrow, so he can you know throw the ball as he as he as he wants to. Um, you know, the, the one thing about our running game is, is it, it it seems like as we haven't been running the ball much, but we actually have the same amount of passing attempts as we do rushing attempts, which is like one eighty six or one eighty eight, something like that. And, uh, and and it's 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 because we've been up so much, right? In, in games, and then we just turn around and, and hand the ball off a little bit. But um, but now, nah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what these young cats can do under these lights in this particular in this situation. LSU head coach Ed Ogeron sat down with Amos Morale earlier in the week to break down the matchup with LSU and Florida. Take a listen. Well, first off, coach, obviously a huge matchup this week. Florida coming in undefeated, ranked. Uh, 
What's got your team most excited about this matchup? Is it looking for revenge, or is it you know the fact that you got a really tough opponent coming in? Yeah, a, a little bit of both. Uh, obviously, we didn't play a very good game against them last year. They beat us. Uh, we played them at home this year. This is a big game. We know a lot of things on the line. Uh, personal pride. Uh, this is a matchup. This is a rivalry. Uh, we have respect for their football team. There's a lot of good players on this team, a lot of good players on our team. be a great matchup. And, you know, you talk about the matchups, the one-on-one matchups or something you just said that are going to be very important. You look at their roster, great receivers, great defensive yeah. backs. You guys, great defensive backs, great receivers. What is going to be the key to, to kind of coming out on top of that? Yeah, you know, just staying in coverage. Uh, don't let them beat us deep. Uh, make them throw the ball in front of us and tackle them well in space. But against Florida, you have to stop the run. Uh, you talk about stopping the run. Their running backs coming off a really good game against a really tough defense. Uh, what have you seen from him that uh, makes him, you know, so threatening? He's physical. He's tough, and they have a good scheme. And he and he breaks tackles at the line of scrimmage, and he's hard to tackle in space. And then you talk about your running backs. Obviously, both of them, or all th- four of them, really coming off a good game. Uh, one of the best rushing performances you guys have had this season. Uh, was that something you guys really focused on on the bye week? Yeah. We wanted to give those guys significant uh, snaps uh, with the first team. We wanted to put a little pressure on them to tell them they're going to go out there and do it. As you know, in this league, you're going to need to use all four backs. and uh, you know, Each one will bring a different style. Obviously, Clyde's our number one back. But the biggest thing I need these guys to do is take care of that football. And uh, talking about taking care of the football, on the other side, uh, the bye week, one of the things you really addressed was tackling. How did you feel the guys did uh, with that on Saturday? Phenomenal. It was, a, it was a night day difference. Uh, our guys had great approach, great footwork, great uh, angles, and they made the tackle when they got there. I was really pleased with our tackling. Uh, talking a little bit about Florida again, obviously, you know, that's a big time program. You guys have had to fend them off to, to bring some of the players you guys have in. One of them, uh, Jamar Chase, is a guy I can think of. Uh, Derek Stingley's another. Just uh, what have you guys been able to do to kind of convince them that, hey, we're, we're going in the right direction? Well, first of all, they're from Louisiana, which helps. And uh, obviously, that uh, Florida does a great job recruiting. You know, it's a, it's a big time school, just like we are. But, you know, when you're throwing the football like we're doing, and, and plus, you, you have a guy like Corey Raymond coaching the corners. That's what got Derek Stingley here and his father. He's from Baton Rouge. But with Jamar Chase, uh, Mickey Joseph did a tremendous job, got in a great relationship with his parents. They trusted us. We told them we were going to throw the football, and we're doing it. They're very happy that they're here. Obviously, uh, the big thing with uh, Florida is the fact that they've got Kyle Trask uh, coming out there at quarterback. Got a little injured in that game, but showed toughness, came back in. Uh, just what have you seen from him, uh, and what has he brought to that offense? Yeah, he looks like a winner, man. A typical Dan Mullen quarterback, tough. You know, that's his first thing. He wants his quarterback to be as tough, can manage the game, uh, very smart, can make plays, can make adjustments at the line of scrimmage. Obviously, fall coming up, uh, hoping for that cool front. Basketball season starting, too. I don't know if you get much of a chance to watch the Pelicans, but uh, obviously you got to be excited about seeing Zion. Tell Zion I said hello, man. I offered him a scholarship at tight end. I think we was the only one to do it, but what a tremendous player. I don't watch that much basketball, but when he played, uh, me and my wife watched it. I love the way he plays. I'm so excited he's in Louisiana. Yeah, I actually joked at media day about watching fade routes and thinking that that could have been me, that could have been me, but yeah. looks like it's working out for him. Yeah, tell him we got room for him. I don't know if I have a uniform big enough to fit him, but we'll find one. All right, Coach, thank you very much. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, man. Go Tigers. LSU coach Ed Ogeron with Amos Morale earlier in the week, bringing yeah. down LSU in Florida, even talking a little 
Pelicans with Zion mm-hmm. in place. Man, how good has he looked in the preseason? Oh, he's flying all over the place. And not only just him, though, the chemistry between yeah. all of the new guys, man, it's, it's great. I think Alvin Gentry has finally found a, a, a group of guys that's going to buy into the way yes. that he wants to play, which is going to be fast up and down the court. And then he's got Lonzo Ball and, you know, obviously Drew Holiday's going to do what he does. And everybody else, man, I think it's going to be a great season. Herb, I said this earlier in the week on Sports Talk, but now you think about the end of October, November, December, mm-hmm. into January with the national championship game, yep. the Saints doing well, yep. the expectations and, and for the LSU, then the Pelicans getting cranked up. In New Orleans, you're going to get your fill of sports. And, and look, let's not leave out Tulane, man. Tulane no, is playing right. great right now. Okay? You're right. So, yeah, no, you're right. You get your fill of everything that you want. The only thing that's lacking is baseball. Outside of that, you don't. I mean, everything else we have. We got time man. for that in the spring. We got time for it in the spring, yes. We <laughs> Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. Back here live from LSU's campus, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Brad Luminate joining us now. The Esquire from our WWL prep team and host of the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup with Alan Waddell and you guys had an interesting night last night with all the weather, huh? We did, Christian. Uh, a lot of games went to weather delays. Some didn't start. Mike Gambrell was at a game, a Slidell uh, game for us that started, stopped. He went home. He got halfway home. He turned around the interstate, <laughs> came back, and finished the game for us. So, um, look, I, you know, shout out to all of our reporters. Without them, we wouldn't have a show. And they make the show work, and they braved elements for us last night. Uh, some of them, you know, left, went back, came back, and, and filled games, and that's what makes our show so special. And a lot of games got postponed until today. And there's some games being played today, correct? Uh, Mandeville, Mandeville's playing today. Mandeville, who are they playing? Mandeville's in um, Mandeville Punch Tool. Yep. And Mandeville Punch Tool. Yeah. Um, who's the quarterback over there? The Man- Mandeville, Mandeville's uh, Poncho quarterback, TJ Finley, Finley, coming here. LSU commit. And then uh, Mandeville has a, a quarterback, uh, Devin Tott. And a receiver, Will Shepard. Tot, uh, the first game of the year, Tot went up. They, Mandeville played in Mississippi. Tot threw eight touchdowns in one game. Wow. Six of them to Will Shepard. So, um, Hutch Gonzalez, their coach, he's a former player at uh, Southeastern. Uh, he grew up in the air raid How Mummy system. Exactly. And, and that's what he's running at Mandeville. Mm-hmm. And, it's, yeah. look, you get to watch him play. Um, I actually got to watch him play Hornville. Uh, they didn't come out with a victory that week, but Hornville's defense is very good. Adonis Freelu, another uh, highly recruited mm-hmm. uh, LSU commit right there. And, you know, Hornville's defense was just too much for him. But Mandeville's got a good program under Hutch Gonzalez right now. And Adonis Freelu, I watched him last year. That's a legit That's a legit D1 prospect that how it, like off the bus. Mm-hmm. Right. When he gets off the bus, you go, yep, well, he's playing in the SEC. We're just walking down Victory Hill on the way here and uh, pass through uh, Jaquel and Roy. You know, you high commit right here in LSU. Yep. I mean, that's another kid. You see him get off the bus, you're like, that kid can play. He's a baller. <laughs> yeah. You can you can pretty much look at Adonis Freelou and say, yep, he looks like a defensive tackle. Yes. And, and, and he's going to play. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, Brad, quickly, LSU Florida, man, you got some thoughts on this? Man, this is, uh, you know, I, I'm so glad to see LSU's defense almost healthy, almost 100% healthy. Right, right. Um, I, I, I'm worried about the 13 and a half, you know, point spread and, and everybody hyping up LSU, but well, unless you got unless you got money on the game, it don't, it don't well, need exactly, to be a work. Exactly right. <laughs> right. But you know, it's it's one of these games that's a rivalry game between the two teams. Yeah. It's it's a hard fought game. I, look, I I still got a poster in my workout room of Herb right there. There you go. In 1997, I and then uh, uh, Cedric Donaldson with the interception that yep. game. So yep. I mean, that game's this game's got a lot of roots. You know, Jacob Hester and, and the fourth down carries that he mm-hmm. had. Yep. Uh, it's a huge game. I I feel confident. I think the Tigers pull it pull it out today. I think I they agree. bring home victory. You know, Georgia just went down. 
So that's yep. something to, to take into consideration. You know, things starting to fall in place for the Tigers. But, man, how fun is it to watch this Tiger offense put up 50-plus points a game? They're I mean, strong, man. They're, it is fun. It's crazy. Uh, we're getting ready to go to a break, but I talked about this on Thursday. Is It's crazy to think about the narrative now around LSU. Mm-hmm. It used to be, oh, well, the defense can keep them in the game. If it gets into a shootout, LSU's in trouble. Well, if it gets in a shootout these days, LSU could – LSU probably went, would prefer to play a shootout. Right. Because the they teams are They're built to play in shootouts. Well, we did it for the second game of the season. So. All right, Brad. Good job, man. All right, guys. All right. Tiger Tailgate and Show continues here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 